Hello everyone, welcome to another edition of the Called and Chosen series. For the past two months now, the Holy Spirit has taken us on a journey on the Kingdom of God. The first edition, we talked on conversations on God's Kingdom, where we had revelational knowledge on the book of Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 to 34. We talked about God being responsible for us human beings as much as He's responsible for, the, for animals. We also learned on what the kingdom of God is, our roles as kingdom citizens, and what, we have, what our priorities should be, which is to seek the kingdom, to understand the kingdom, to pursue the kingdom, to desire the kingdom, and every other thing shall be added unto us. Growing up, we've always had this understanding that we have to first of all seek to have our basic psychological needs met before every other thing. But our first teaching made us to understand that it is seeking the kingdom of God first and our basic psychological needs will be met. We also talked about God having a will which is for all the kingdoms of this earth to become the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ and it shall reign forever and ever. And God being king has given the earth which is his territory to man. To be kings, to be kings over the different kingdom, so that men, so that men will have interaction with God, and the systems in heaven can be replicated here on earth. That is our role as kingdom citizens. That is our role, role as stewards. That is how the kingdoms of this world can become the kingdoms of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is what it means to live a prioritized life. That is what it means to live a purpose-filled life. And in the second edition, we learned about the kingdom thought pattern. How there is a certain kind of thinking that can access the kingdom of God. There is a, there is a, there is a certain kind of thought pattern that can allow a man to experience and manifest the kingdom of God. Most importantly, one major thing we learned in the second edition is that the kingdom of this world already has laid down principles. They already have systems and if you are going to steward with that which God owns on this earth it will not be right for us to use the principles the world already used because we are in this world but we are not of this world so as Christians as kingdom citizens it is expected of us to stay in the secret place so as to get the systems of heaven so as to get the principles of heaven so as to be able to lead as kings here on earth in the sphere of influence we've been sent to and i also said that the devil himself will not allow us to steward that which god owns the, the devil will not allow us to be kings over the kingdoms of this earth because that is what is the prince of the world the devil is the prince of the world the devil is the one ruling the world now but if you are going to make the will of god come to pass on earth as kingdom citizens then we will be ready to stay in the secret place, we'll be ready to commit, we'll be ready to discipline ourselves, to interact with heavens, so as to get the systems of heaven, to be able to replicate it on earth. And I remember that I told us that the battleground is our mind. The battleground is our mind. The devil will not allow us to fulfill God's will on earth. And it's going to fight us. It's going to fight our thought pattern. It's going to fight our belief system. It's going to fight everything. 
and one way to correct that is to have the mind of Christ according to the book of Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 which says let his mind be in you which is also in Christ Jesus so one of the ways to win as a kingdom citizen one of the ways to be able to stand presenting the kingdom principle on earth one of the ways to be able to stand in making Jesus train in the sphere of influence he has sent you one of the ways to stand as light one of the ways to stand as salt of the world is to view life the way Christ view life. It is to have the mind of Christ. It is to view life according to Christ's perspective. For those that have been following the teaching since August, I believe we've been blessed. I believe there's been a shift in our thinking. I believe we've had a revelational knowledge of what the book of Matthew chapter 5, chapter 6, sorry verse 25 to 34 really talks about i believe we now understand what matthew chapter 6 verse 33 says when he says seek for the kingdom of god and his righteousness and every other thing shall be added unto you i believe we now have a better understanding of what this thing means and peradventure you've not listened to the first or the second teaching please before listening to this particular one do well to listen to those first two because this is a series it is a continuous teaching so to have a better understanding of what this third edition is all about you will need to listen to the first and the second edition briefly can we just pray as the coming in the next few minutes to the ends of the holy spirit that the holy spirit will once again show himself as the rabbi that he is that the Holy Spirit will shine light on our path, that the Holy Spirit will interpret to us what it needs us to know, that the Holy Spirit, just as the way you have started with us, that will continue with us once again. We open up ourselves to you, Holy Spirit, that you will teach us your word, that you open us up to light, that this world will become spirit and life to us in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for another expository moment with you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, for revelation. Thank you, Lord, for light. Thank you, Jesus, for flow of living water. Thank you, Jesus, for the bread of life. Thank you for your word that is made life, that gives life to men. Thank you, ancient of this. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. I welcome you to the third edition of the Called and Chosen series. It is the teaching on the kingdom of God. Teaching on the kingdom of God. And one thing that comes with teaching is impartation. One of the reasons why we are having this teaching is for us to be fit for the assignment that the Lord has committed into our hands. It's for us to be fit to do that which God wants us to do. Just like he told us earlier, when we crossed two years, that he's ready to train us, he's ready to disciple us. So as for us to be able, so as for us to be chosen. It is one thing to be called, it is another thing to be chosen. So this is why we are having this teaching series and I believe that we've been blessed. I believe that we now have a better understanding of us being co-partners with God, of us being co-creators with God. And I believe that more than ever before, we are committing to seeking the kingdom. We are committing to making Jesus trend in the sphere of life, in the sphere of influence that he has sent us to. In this third series, we are going to be looking at the word faith. Faith, the role of faith in fulfilling the kingdom agenda. What faith comes to do in fulfilling the kingdom agenda. And our anchor text for today's teaching is taken from the book of Hebrews chapter 11. 
verse 1 to 40. Hebrews 11, verse 1 to 40. And the first verse says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I believe that growing up, we've always had this definition at the back of our at the back of our hands what faith means the substance of things hoped for you are still hoping for something but it's like you have it already you are, you are sure you have it already you have the confidence the evidence of things not seen the evidence of things not seen you've not seen it but you've not seen it but at the same time you've seen it that is what faith is the faith is the substance of things hoped for sometimes it's something tangible you are open for something but it's, it's as though this thing is already like you can feel it you can you can touch it already the substance of things up for the evidence of things not seen like you've not seen it but at the same time you've seen it that's amazing that's wow and just like i will spend money here on earth just like i will spend money for as currency some spend naira in nigeria some countries spend dollars some euros some spend pounds some spend cities the currency spent in the kingdom is faith i say that again just like we spend money here on earth the currency used in the kingdom is faith so if you want to get any transaction done if you want to get anything done in the kingdom realm in the kingdom of god the currency you need is faith the currency you need is faith without faith you cannot achieve anything in the kingdom of god without faith you cannot do anything without faith you cannot get anything without faith you cannot get anything faith is the currency used in the kingdom of god in the book of matthew chapter 6 verse 30 which says wherefore if god so clothed the grass of the field which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven shall he not much more clothe ye o ye of little faith o ye of little faith Matthew 6 25 to 34 talked about how God is more responsible God is responsible for us human beings as much as he's responsible for the lilies in the field the animals and every other thing and if these animals can get their daily needs met how much more we human beings how much more we, we human beings we've gotten so used to taking care of ourselves that we no longer know how to rely on god we think uh we think our intelligence can get us what we want we think our education can get us what we want so we grew up with the sole aim of getting our basic psychological needs met so when the book of Matthew chapter 6 now says no that the man the man that grew up in the garden of Eden had everything he needed and he wants us to go back to the garden of Eden where we can just relax and have everything we need at our beck and call but one major thing that is stopping us from getting back into that experience in the garden of Eden is because we lack faith and without faith there is nothing you can do in the kingdom without faith there is without faith there is no transaction in the kingdom so we are still unable to get back into that experience the garden of Eden because we do not have faith because we've not got into that realm where we get to rely on God just like the lilies in the field rely on God verse 31 says therefore take no thought saying what shall we eat 
or what shall we drink or wherewithal shall we be clothed for after all these things do the gentiles seek for your heavenly father knoweth that ye have need of all these things our heavenly father already knows that we need what to eat we need what to wear we need where to lay our head our heads just the same way the, the animals too they need what to eat they need what to wear they also need where to place their head but they are not bothered because they know that the person that created them will surely provide their needs they still trust in god they still rely on god but we human beings because of our fallen nature we no longer know how to rely on god we no longer know how to totally surrender to god how to totally put our trust in god to provide our needs so even now we've come to the we've come to the understanding whereby we, we, we begin to pursue our passion because we believe that when we get our passion right our passion will fetch us money to have our needs met or begin to pursue fulfilling purpose because in court purpose will make you influential purpose will give you what what your normal career will not give you or purpose will give you that influence that you need people purpose to give you that faith that you need so instead of you relying on god you are still you are relying on your purpose which is not supposed to be because your purpose your, your main purpose on earth is to steal what that which god owes and which is the kingdom agenda and if you've not learned to trust god if you've not learned to rely on god there is no way you can steal what that which god owes because without faith there is no fulfillment of kingdom agenda without faith there is no way you can fulfill the kingdom agenda and if you can remember in our definition of the kingdom we said a kingdom is a governing influence of a king over his territory impacting it with his personal will purpose and intent producing a culture value morals and lifestyle that reflect the king's desire and nature for his citizens and we said god's kingdom is a governing influence of god over his territory and i remember that i have that what is the territory of god and obviously the earth is the lord and the fullness thereof so the earth is the territory of god and this earth the lord has given it to men to rule over the lord has given us this earth he has made us kings and priests over this earth for us to rule over impacting it with his will impacting it with his will and what is the will of god the will of god is for the kingdoms of this world that every kingdom of this world will become the kingdom of our lord jesus christ and he shall reign forever and ever so when the lord gave us his territory for us to be kings and priests he gave us this territory so that we can once again bring back these kingdoms back to his throne so that the lord jesus christ can be lord can be lord and king over these kingdoms and he shall reign forever and ever producing a culture value morals and lifestyle that reflect the king's desire and nature of his kingdom and one of the culture of the kingdom is faith all this culture culture is a way of life so as a kingdom citizen faith is a way of life you cannot live without faith the bible says in the book of hebrews chapter 10 verse 38 now the just shall live by faith 
the just shall live by faith faith is a way of life faith is a culture in the kingdom and every kingdom citizen one of the ways you know a citizen is by the culture they exhibit and a kingdom citizen exhibits faith as a culture of the kingdom a kingdom citizen live by faith a kingdom citizen totally rely on god a kingdom citizen put their trust in god a kingdom citizen seek the kingdom of god and its righteousness when you operate in the realm of faith as a kingdom citizen you allow possibilities you are you, you create space for possibilities you create space for god to find expression because without faith there cannot be transaction in the kingdom so when a kingdom citizen operates with faith then there is transaction god can reflect himself and we can also give back to god jesus said his myth is to do the will of the father his meat is to do the will of the father and anybody that does the will of the father obviously pleases the father but the book of Matthew, hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 says but without faith it is impossible to please god without faith without faith it is impossible to please god Faith is a very, very important thing if you want to fulfill the kingdom agenda. You cannot just, you can't, you can't live without faith. If you want to please God, you can't live without faith. If you want to be called and chosen, you can't live without faith. Because if God has given you the kingdom, if God has given you one of the kingdom on earth for you to be king over, as a king or as another king, you have to submit your will to the king above you. You have to submit your desires to the king above you. And you cannot submit your desires to someone you do not trust. You cannot submit your will to someone you do not trust. So for you to surrender your will and take God's will, you need to trust him. You need to learn to trust him. So when God is giving you an instruction, even when that instruction looks absurd, even when that instruction is lower than your educational qualifications, you just have to obey, you just have to have faith in that instruction, that that instruction will yield results that will promote the kingdom of God. Prophet told me, I posted something on social media, I said, the only will that stands in a kingdom is the will of a king. Every other will is treason so if you are going to live by your will in a kingdom that was given to you by an by higher king that's treason you need to surrender your will to take up the will of god and you need that transaction needs to happen by faith now faith is not just believing that god is the king of kings faith is not just believing that you are a child of god faith is not just in believing faith is not just in confession faith is in obeying faith is in obedience 
James, the book of James chapter 2 was talking about faith without works being dead. One of the proof that you trust God is in the level of your obedience. When God can tell you to do something and you can do it. If, there are some times that you are even doing this thing afraid. But it's the instruction of God and you just have to do it. That is faith. Hebrews chapter 11 really explained about the different men that lived in the realm of faith. Like how can God just tell you to stand up, leave your father's land to a land he will show you. And you to you stand up and you are just going. That God will show me a land and when he shows me that land, I will stop and I will start living there. Like who does that? That was what father Abraham did. The Lord told him to leave his father's land get up to and go to a land that I will show him. He did not even tell him where to turn to. He just told him to just stand up and move. Like, it doesn't make sense. There is no wisdom in it. But Father Abraham stood up, left his father's land, and he moved. Even another time when God said that he should kill his son, as a sacrifice like how far <laughs> like how is that possible but still yet this man had faith enough to be able to kill his son like can you do it now that's faith that's faith and the bible recorded that that action that action was counted to him as righteousness so when the bible was saying in the book of matthew chapter 6 verse 33 that seek for the kingdom of god and and his righteousness that righteousness is talking on obeying all his instructions relying on him to give you the right instructions trusting him enough to lead you to lead your path when you have faith, when you trust God, when you rely on God, it is re- you are giving a good record, a good report. The book of Ele- Hebrews 11 chapter 2 says, For by it, for by faith, the elders obtained a good report. When you obey God, when you obey God's in- instructions, when you trust in God, when you drop your will to pick up God's will, You obtain a good report. You obtain a good report. Another man that lived in the realm of faith was Noah. It was so bad that his fellow men were making jest of him. Like, how can you say it is going to rain and you begin to build a big ark? And not only was he building an ark based on instruction, every measurement on that ark was based on instruction every measurement every tool every instrument the type of wood the type of nail he used was strictly by instruction like what what, what level of faith is that how can a man like no sign of rain for god said it was going to rain and he told you to build an ark and started building an ark now can you just reflect back on the instruction that god has given you to do and you begin to doubt you begin to suggest 
it can be as little as praying for someone and you are not sure if you heard God right. How far? It can be as little as preaching in the bus and you are not sure if you heard God right. God, God, if, if, it's, if it's truly you, say it again, say it again. Let, let me confirm. <laughs> May God help our faith. May God help our faith. Faith is a way of life in the kingdom. If you want to live life, if you want to be able to make transactions in the kingdom, you need faith. You need faith. And one, another one thing faith does is this. When you obey God's instruction, it is an experience. And that experience is yours. And that experience will give you the boldness to be able to obey another instruction. And when you keep obeying instruction, you grow in the things of the Spirit. So you cannot grow in the things of the Spirit without faith. There are some things you can never undo in the Spirit without faith. In the kingdom, faith is a way of life. Faith as a language. The Spirit world understands faith. The Spirit world understands faith. Faith is a language in the Spirit. For transactions, the, the reason why you get your prayers answered is because you have faith. For transactions to take place in the kingdom, you need faith. Faith is a currency, faith is a language, and the spirit world understands that language. Moses was Moses is another example of a man that lived in the realm of faith. Like Oh Jesus! For every time he obeyed God's instructions, it gave him boldness for him to be able to obey the next instruction. There was a time he had to eat the rock and water flowed out for the Israelites to be able to drink. There was a time he made the Israelites trust God enough for manna, and he trained manna for three days. And even when they got to the front of the Red Sea. God told him to stretch forth his rod. To stretch forth his rod. And the, and the sea parted into two. Faith. Faith is a currency. Faith is a language. Faith is a language. And the spirit world understands that language. Transactions understand that language. Just the same way. The king, just the same way on earth. We understand the language of money. Money is a language, in case you do not know. Money is a language. Not everybody understands that language. That is why we have some people that... That's why we have the poor and the rich. The rich understands the money, the language money. They understand what, they understand what makes money stay. They understand who they can connect with that will make that money stay. But the poor do not understand the language of money. So they just, they believe money just flow out. So they just spend money. They don't understand what it means to multiply money. Faith is a language. Faith is a currency. There is no transaction in the kingdom without faith. The just shall live by faith. Faith is a way of life. Faith is a culture in the kingdom. 
without faith you cannot do the will of god without faith you cannot play a role in the agenda of god without faith you cannot rule successfully as a king in this sphere of influence you've been sent to now how can god give an instruction that the children of israel should walk around a city for seven days for seven days now if god should tell you to fast for seven days you will sit there god that god i beg say it another time let me confirm it if truly truly they are the one telling you to fast but god told these men to walk around the city for seven days and they faithfully did it and at the end of the seventh day the wall of jericho fell down flat the wall of Jericho fell down flat. Faith. Faith. There is no transaction in the kingdom without faith. So no matter how far you pray for fire, no matter how long you pray for you to do the will of God, if you don't have faith, you do nothing, my dear sister. If you don't understand the language of faith, there is nothing you can do in the kingdom. And faith without work is dead. So it is not enough for you to think you have faith. It is in the obedience that approves that you have faith. The obedience, the obedience where you surrender to God's will when even though it does not make sense provided it is God telling you to do this you will do it even when you are not sure but you are going to do it because it is God that is telling you to do it even when you are afraid you are doing it afraid even when you don't know what it is for you you are doing it because you are instructed by God faith Faith. Faith. The Bible also recorded of Rahab, the Alot, Barak, Samson, Gideon, David, Samuel, Daniel, and other men who operated in Darem, who through faith subdued kingdoms. Who through faith, the book of Hebrews 11, 33 says, Who through faith subdued kingdom, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, was valiant in fight, turned to fly the armies of the aliens. True faith. Women receive their dead back to life again. As a kingdom citizen, there is nothing you can do that's related with the kingdom agenda if you do not have faith. If you do not have faith, faith is total dependence on God. When you begin to experience life 
just like it was in the Garden of Eden. The goats, the goats, every animal around you wake up knowing fully well that they will eat that day. They don't cook, they don't buy food stuff, but they eat. Total dependence on God. Even you that, that cook, that buy food stuff, there are days that you have nothing to eat. But goats, fishes, birds, animals that don't cook, that don't, have food stuff, that, that, that don't even think about their problems, they get their problems solved. How much more you? The only thing injuring you is your faith. Faith is trusting in the supremacy of God. Faith is trusting in the sovereignty of God. I say it again. There is no transaction in the kingdom if you do not have faith. If you do not have faith. The realm of faith is the realm of unlimited possibilities. Your faith creates an atmosphere for God to move. Your faith creates an atmosphere for God to showcase His power. And Hebrews chapter 11, we just recorded that men that live by faith are history makers. If you want to make history, you will live by faith. In one of Pastor Daniel Olawande's teaching, he said, It is sad when the dead men are remembered and we do not even know that those that are alive are living. Like those that are living, we do not know them. But those that are dead, they are remembered. Men of faith are history makers. They are history makers. Peter and John at the beautiful gates, they said, Gold and silver we do not have, but what we have, we give to you. Rise up and walk. Faith. Faith. Peter saw Jesus walking on the sea. And he said, Jesus, if you are the one, bid me to come. And Jesus told him to come. And he he also started walking on the water. And immediately he doubted in his heart. Faith is a language. Immediately he doubted in his heart. Immediately he spoke that language of doubt. Immediately he spoke that language of doubt. He started sinking. He began to sink. Faith is a language. Faith is a currency. There is no transaction in the kingdom agenda without faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. The just shall live by faith. Faith is a way of life. Faith is a culture in the kingdom. Faith is an action word. You act out instructions. You act out your faith. Faith without works is dead. You act out your faith by obeying by obeying God's instruction. Faith is an action word. You don't just say I have faith. You do it. You don't just say I have faith. You obey. You don't just say I have faith. You work it out. 
You don't just say I have faith, you produce results. Faith is an action word. Something happened in the book of Matthew chapter 13. Yeah, Matthew chapter 13. Then the disciples understood that he spoke unto them of John the Baptist. And when they were come to the multitude, there came a there came to him a certain man kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son for his lunatic and vest. For oftentimes he falleth into the fire and often into the water. And I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. The very first time I had the revelational knowledge of that verse, I was sad in my heart. And I made one prayer that may it never be in record in my name that I had an opportunity to express the kingdom of God and I could not do it. That man was reporting Jesus' disciples to him. How many people have reported you to God? That a classmate comes to meet you to tell you, I'm having a day, can you please pray for me? And you pray, and that day did not go. Kai, how do you think God will feel? That's supposed to be a that's supposed to shine as a light. That's supposed to shine, and your light cannot cure a day. As kingdom citizens, how many people have reported you to God because of your lack of faith? Because of your lack of faith, how many people have reported you to God? And I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, May it never be said of me that I am faithless and perverse. May Jesus never have a reason to say that Olubusola does not have faith. O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him either to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil and he departed out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. Because of your unbelief. There is no transaction in the kingdom without faith. If you are going to make Jesus trend in the sphere of influence he has sent you to, you need to have faith. You need to let go of your own belief. For verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove ends to yonder place, and it shall remove. And nothing shall be impossible unto you. If you have faith, nothing shall be impossible unto you. Faith is a language, and possibility understands this language. Faith is a language and possibilities understands this language. Then Jesus Christ said in verse 21, Albeit this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. Unbelief goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. You know, faith is in measures. 
unbelief to even measures. There are some people that believe that they can cure headache, but they do not believe that they can cure cancer just by praying for a cancer patient. But they've worked in the realm of faith that can cure headache. But they've not been able to work in the realm of faith that can cure cancer. Faith is in levels. Unbelief to is in levels. But Jesus Christ is saying that this kind of unbelief goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. So different levels of unbelief go out by different ways. Romans 4.19 says, And being not weak in faith, so it is possible for someone to be weak in faith. You have faith, but your faith is weak. That's the measure of faith. Now, there's, there are some things that weak, that weak faith will be able to do. And there are some things that weak faith will not be able to do. Faith is in measures. And the level of your faith determines the level of possibilities you will command. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 15 says, not boasting of things without our measure, that is, of other men's labor, but having hope when your faith is increased. So your faith can be increased. You can move from weak faith to great faith, just like one of the women Jesus Christ described in the Bible. Your faith can be increased. Your faith can be increased. And one of the ways to build your faith one of the ways to build your faith is in the common verse, Jude 20. Jude 20. But ye, beloved, building up yourself in on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. And remember, Jesus Christ already told us in the book of Matthew chapter 17, that how be it, this kind of unbelief goeth not but by praying and fasting. But by praying and fasting. Now, the book of Jude is telling us again that, but ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. So, one of the ways to build your faith is by praying in the Holy Ghost. One of the ways to let go of unbelief is by praying and fasting. You can move from no faith to little faith to weak faith to great faith. Your faith can be increased. And faith is a way of life. You cannot please God when you don't have faith. Faith is total surrender to God. When God will tell you to do it, and even when it does not make sense, you have to do it because it is God. Faith is you believing in the sovereignty and supremacy of God. To fulfill kingdom agenda, you need faith. To be able to make Jesus Christ proud, in the sphere of influence he has sent you to, you need faith. To be able to manifest as a king and priest in the kingdom you've been sent to, you need to have faith. 
in conclusion faith is always backed up by god's word like when god tells you to do a thing it gives you a word that backs you up it gives you a word that backs you up it gives you a word that you hold on to that is one of the reasons why you cannot downplay studying the word of god you cannot downplay studying the word of god you need to study the word of god as a kingdom citizen and you don't just stop there even now in our lives we are fathers of faith we have bishop david oyedepo and by the grace of god he has written a lot of books on faith and we can see his life we can see the results he has been able to produce by faith so it is wisdom on our path to get his books on faith and read and read it would have shared lots of secrets about faith information keys mysteries revelation that will ignite our own faith that we also be able to run with without faith it's impossible to please god faith is a language the kingdom understands that language faith is a currency the just shall live by I believe you've been blessed. I believe you've learned something new. I believe once again you've gotten a word that will help you to run this Christian race right. I believe you've gotten a word that will once again open you up to the will of God in your life. Holy Spirit, thank you for touching us tonight. Thank you, Lord God, for once again. Proving yourself as the rabbi that you are. Thank you for shining light on our path. Thank you, Lord God, for laying instructions in our heart. Thank you for shining light. Thank you for teaching us, Lord God. Thank you for this third edition. Thank you for loving us enough to pour knowledge on your kingdom. But we do not take this for granted. We do not take this for granted. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this point. I believe you were blessed. I believe you got an instruction. I believe you got a word that will move you to another level. Don't forget, you need faith to fulfill the kingdom agenda. You need faith to be able to make Jesus Christ trend in the sphere of influence he has sent you to. You are in this world, but you are not of this world. And faith is one of the systems of heaven i love you i'm committed to serving you see you next month